Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello, and welcome. This is Vit Friends Podcast coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Vit Friends, and we are delighted to be celebrating 11 years of bringing these podcasts to the Vitiligo community. And we are desiring to just reach out to different folks within the community who are not so much in the spotlight within the community, but they're doing great work on their own and just um, coming together and, and stuff like that. And so it is my pleasure, again, coming to you live from Boston, where it's a beautiful, beautiful 76 degrees and uh, as the forecaster said, not a bit of cloud in the sky. And today it is my pleasure to go live to Chicago where and her son Derek are waiting for me and we are going to have a conversation about the journey with Vitiligo. Hello guys, welcome out there in Chicago. How are you? Lavise and Derek. We're Hi, we're done. Hi. Awesome. I am so honored that you would join me today. I've watched you, and it's I do that a lot. I watch people, and at some point, I say to myself, I want to hear their story. So I am honored to have both of you. And so let's jump on in. Let's not delay. We have a lot of grounds to cover in an hour. And so, Lavise, tell us, who exactly is Lavise? And then you tell us a little about your son and your your family, and, and bring it on in before we get to your son. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so I am Lavise Brinkman, and I am I'm honored to be the bride of Craig Brinkman. We'll be married. We'll be married 21 years come July. And God bless us with two beautiful children, um, Derek, who is our oldest. Uh, he's a freshman in college. He just finished his freshman year. And then Deanna is a sophomore in high school. Um, Craig and I met as coworkers at um, KCTC, and we were um, became office mates in a month, friends, and turned into something special. And before we knew it, we were walking down the aisle. Awesome. Awesome. So you said Derek. And say your, daughter, your daughter's name again, please. Deanna. Deanna. So two D's. That's beautiful. Two D's. So um, when did you notice, first let me ask you this question. Prior to having your son Derek and this condition, had you known of, heard of, had any information about vitiligo and what it is? You know what? I remember a coworker um, whose daughter was in a pool, and she was just talking about this, and her daughter had a spot on her, and she said, and someone said in the pool, oh, I think your daughter might have vitiligo. At that time, mm-hmm. I really didn't know what it was. I just remembered that conversation, but I didn't know what that was until years uh-huh. and years later. And so okay. that is the only thing I ever heard about with vitiligo was when that conversation, and this is when I first started my job was 15 years ago. So that mm-hmm. was the only conversation I've ever heard before that. And I, like I said, it just went over my head. I never knew what that was. and I didn't even ask her. Um, so that's the only thing I ever knew about vitiligo at that time. So here you have a beautiful baby boy 
When did you notice his vitiligo? I, well, what happened was my daughter was in my niece's wedding seven years ago, be seven years this month, actually, and we were uh, at a shoe store looking for her shoes to match her bride dress um, outfit, and so I happened to look down at Derek's legs because, you know, you're looking at, he had on shorts, and you're looking at, you know, her feet, and I just noticed some spots on Derek's legs, and I said, Derek, what is that on your legs? And, you know, he's He's 12-year-old. He's a boy. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So I, my, my brother-in-law, Dr. Rodney Alfred, is a physician. And so when we got to Pennsylvania for the wedding, I said, you know what? Look at Derek Flick. What is that? And he was the one who said, LaVise, I think he has vitiligo. And I'm like, no, what? Yeah. He said, I think he has vitiligo. You need to have him go to a dermatologist. And I said, what is that? He's like, LaVise. Just go to the dermatologist and let's get it diagnosed. And so when wow. we came back home from the wedding, we set up an appointment in Orland, um, met with the, the doctor, and that's how he was diagnosed. Awesome. Let's go now to Derek. Hello, Derek, and how are you? Hello, I'm good. How is college? College is a roller coaster of a ride, but I love it. <laughs> so, so far, you could check. Put a check next to first year done. That's good. That's good. So let's jump back in. Mom said you first saw vitiligo at age 12. Tell me about it as a 12-year-old in elementary school. Tell me how that experience was for you. Um, I first noticed it on my feet, and, again, I didn't know what it was. I really didn't. I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is, but okay. Um, and then in school, when it began to spread, a lot of people were almost used to it. Now, oh. A lot of people questions. There are some jokes, but not a lot. That was about it. So no one was really bothered by it. They were just like, oh, that's just Derek. He's just Derek. So... Well, let's go back. What happened was Derek was actually bullied really bad in sixth grade, Mm -hmm. very bad. And the stress of that, so when we found out it was the end of May, so school was over with, I actually transferred him to another Christian school. And so Mm -hmm. when Derek went to his new school, his vitiligo was just starting. And so it wasn't as noticeable because it was just on his legs. And Mm -hmm. so... As he grew, his vitiligo grew, so people were already accustomed to it because he had just started a new school. So when he started in this in the fall, it was just beginning, and it okay. had not spread. Okay. And, Derek, you said in that new Christian school there were no bullying, but how did you feel about yourself, though, with the vitiligo? Um, the way I see my vitiligo, um, the way I saw it was it's a part of me. It yeah. doesn't, it just, it, sometimes it was to the point where I actually forget I even had little LIGO because I just got so used to it that I was like, it's a part of me. It really doesn't affect my everyday life. It's me. It's who I am. And I just accepted it. So that's 12. What are you, then you, you move on into teenage years, um, you know, probably, I don't know, looking at girls. How did you feel about, you still felt no way about this? Um, the way I felt with people was there was an occasional 
you know, thoughts like, are they going to, you know, you know, look at me weird? Are they going to judge me because I'm a vitiligo? But no, um, that didn't happen. A lot of people would actually tell me that, like, I'm special mm. and I'm unique because of it. And yeah. that they like me actually more because of it, because it's something that is unique only to me, basically, around mm-hmm. that area. So, like, yeah, they were, like, impressed, I guess. And it, within that same time frame, had you met any others with vitiligo? Um, I did finally meet friends, like people in Chicago and then AVRF, people that did have vitiligo. Um, besides that, there'd be occasionally, like, some people I was, like, in the grocery store that would have vitiligo, but never, mm-hmm. like, really talked to them because I'm too shy to do that, so... And you mentioned ABRF. I'm sorry. I was like, he. I just gave him a look because he's like, he's shy. I'm like, boy, please. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Um, I know you mentioned AVRF, so that was a good opportunity to, I believe it's Florida, to get down to Florida and, and be around others. How was that experience, being with all of these kids that look like you, dealing with what you're dealing with? How was that experience for you? Well, before we we do that, I just wanted to say that, so when he was diagnosed, the first thing I did, I had a good cry, because <laughs> of course, yeah. they said, don't Google stuff. What do you do? You Google. And of course, you see all of the, the, the pigmentations off of people's faces, and it's like, because at first, you know, for me, just getting what this is, I just saw it on his feet. Didn't think about his face and just moving mm. his pigmentation, his identity. So, yeah. of course, the thing, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do support groups. And so that's how we um, came upon ABRF, which stands for American Research um, Vitiligo um, Foundation. So we we first got hooked up with them, and they had just finished a children's retreat mm-hmm. in, in Clearwater, Florida. And so I talked with Stella, and so we got him scheduled for the next summer. And so that's how we got um, a hold of ABRF. Now, the, I'm going to go back to ABRF for a minute, but you made a good point. So let me ask you this question to tie into your point. It was on his feet, but now you, you never thought about it coming on other parts of his body. So at this point, no. were you using treatment? What kind of treatment were you using? We first started with the treatment with the creams. We had we gave him two creams that he was supposed to apply to his body. And then, of course, the sunscreen. So those were the treatments that we started at first, and we did that probably for a good year. And it, to be honest, it, it just continued to spread. And so we just we just decided just to stop. We never we thought about the laser, but in order to do that, where our doctor's office was was forty five minutes um, from us. It's yeah. also because it's insurance, and so it would have been private pay for the treatment with the laser. Three, three days a week. And to be mm-hmm. honest, it just wasn't feasible for our schedule. I work full-time. My husband works full-time. Um, and it's just – and we were just hearing about the risk of it and the yeah. burning of his skin. So we just decided not to go that route just because of the cost. Because, you know, you know, too, insurance companies, they can look at it as cosmetics. And so mm-hmm. – you know, our insurance, we would we would have had to pay a lot out of pocket. Yeah. Um, and we just 
afford it. And then it's just like, you know what, let's not go that route. And so, like I said, we started with the creams, and then we just decided, you know, it, it, it wasn't working. It was still starting to spread. Yeah, yeah, so leave it alone. Now, back a little right. to to the um, AVRF. Um, this is a group where I've heard where um, teens would come together. Um, Derek, what yes. was that experience like to finally go and meet other teens that look like you? How did that? Um, it felt amazing. It was nice to meet people that were, like, my age that mm-hmm. had it. Um, they were right that they were friendly. We immediately were like, you're going to come with us wherever we go. We're going to hang out together. And so, like, everything with, like, going out to eat together, came by the pool, going, like, to their rooms and hanging out was just, like, a whole experience. Yeah. I loved it. You did that for several summers or just one or two? We did that. So Florida was my first year. Then the next year was Orlando. No. Or was Orland. Yeah, we went to, I, I think we were at Clearwater twice, and then we went to Oregon. And then we came oh. to your conference. Right. That was where <laughs> I was the, going yeah. 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 How was the experience? So you're talking about 2018. How was that experience for you? Both of you, your, both experiences. You know, for, you know, it was, it was, it was wonderful. So let me just tell. Let's digress too. So how we well, how we found out about this friends is because I I it was Clearwater, Florida, and these everybody came from everywhere from from Canada, from Pennsylvania. Like we are so mm-hmm. good friends with with these with our Vitiligo family, and so yes. I was. It has to be someone in Chicago too, and so I. I actually contacted you. I don't know if you remember this or not. I contacted you, and I don't know how I heard about your name, and you told me to, to get in contact with Andre. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Andre in the Little Lago world. And yes, so um, Andre, then we got more in contact with their friends, and then we decided to come to Boston. And mm-hmm. that experience was amazing. It was, I think it was over 300 people there. The doctors yeah. that were there, and what what impressed me the most, my husband and I, we still talk about that experience, was there were so many people there, but we all felt like we were family, and the doctors were so down to earth, and they yeah. took the time to talk with you. I, I just thought that that was just amazing. And then, yeah. like, look, do you see the doctors sitting up there dancing and, and, <laughs> and um, you know? <laughs> I mean, they were just—they were just like one of us. They didn't have these ears yeah. about them, like we are the professionals. And yeah. I just thought that was just so amazing, and just that experience. And for Derek, as a parent, you want to see how he's going to do as a child, but then he's gonna be an adult, and to see right. the adult that also has vitiligo, and not just—I mean, you—you. You, you you're dealing with three hundred over three hundred people with vitiligo. You saw the whole gamut. You know you mm. saw people who yeah. lost their total pigmentation to yeah. uh, people who are dark complexion who just their pigmentation was like half gone. So you you saw the whole gamut. And the thing yeah. that I want to dare to see is that even in the, as an adult, as your vitiligo spread, you you you've got to 
understand that this is on the other side when you do become an adult and how well-adjusted people are. Not that people do not struggle, but I wanted oh, yeah. them to see the positivity. Um, you know, I, I just remember Perry is just so boisterous and just, you know, just energetic and Yes. You know, just to see just to see that was just so yes. important for him to see. I think that that is why he has such a positive outlook is because we hooked him up right away with with peer light. Um, people so that he can know that he was not alone because when you hear the children because one of the things about with the with the retreat is that the kids would get together at the end of the night and they would just talk among themselves and so mm-hmm. people were um, getting water thrown at them people were being called cows and then yeah. how they came through that and so I just thought it was important for Derek to hear the whole story of what this is what your future is now yeah I mean this is what is look like now, but what it's going to be like in the future. And you're going to need to know that as, as your vitiligo grow, we don't, you know, with vitiligo, you, you really don't know. You don't know if it's going to stop, if it's going to spread, where it's going to yes. go. You have, you, you, you don't have a clue. It just, it does what it wants to do. And so, yes, it does. And, and so, you know, right now, I mean, he's, he's 18, he'll be 19 in June and it has spread you know, to his, his ears and to his, you know, he's losing pigmentation around his, his face. And to me, as to be honest, that, that was a whole new adjustment because my prayer was, okay, Lord, it could be on his, it could be on his legs. It could be on his arms, but just don't let it go to his face. Everybody prays that same prayer. Yes. Don't let it go to his face. When it started going, yes. So that was another tear, you know, when it started going to his face. And, and you know, yeah. you cry alone. Let's yeah. start crying now. You cry alone. Um, but you know what? He handles it better than I do. Like, I'm like, oh, it's time to save the Lord. But you know what? As, as we pray to the Lord, we have to know that it is yes, no, or wait. And so for the yeah. Lord, it was like, no, he'll be okay. And he has this. And I, I praise God for that. Well, you talk about um, connecting you with um, Andre. Andre joined us when we had, when Vit Friends hosted the um, inaugural event on the Capitol steps in 2016. Uh-huh. That's where I first met Andre, and it was such a delight, and we became friends immediately. And so, yes, when I heard from you, I wanted to connect you with someone in your area. But I wanted to hear from Derek. Derek, you walked into a conference here in Boston, 311 people in attendance. What was that experience like for you, Derek? Um, at first, it was like a bit overwhelming, mm-hmm. mainly because I hadn't been used to seeing that many people with it like go in one place. Mm-hmm. But then it didn't take long to just get like, you know, used to like, okay. They're like me, and then of course I found, you know, people like my age that I typically, you know, hung out with, Um, and it was it was a great time. Um, We 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 tried doing so much more, but remember it was like raining the one day, Mm -hmm. so we couldn't do that much. We were like upset because we wanted to hang out more, and so, but it was it was a nice experience. Good, good. And something I would imagine you would encourage others to attend, would you say? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. 
Well, for that same reason, it took us a little while, but we just started as a March 1st um, purple patch teens to fill the need um, of, of teens out there wanting to get together. And so, like I said to your mom, I'm really hoping that you can get in there and that you can lend your voice and your insight, your ideas to help to build a strong teen group with, with what we we have here. And so I look forward to that. Now, you come to this college, I mean, sorry, you come to this conference for the first time, you met all these people, you had an awesome time. What was the um, inspiration for you? I believe you came to, um, correct me, didn't you come to Houston as well? No, we did not. We went to um, AVRF the next year, okay. back to Florida. Okay, got you, got you. Um, so overall, last year, but it got canceled so because right. of COVID, but we were in last year. Right. And right now we're in preparation for the virtual, so be on the lookout for um, the registration. We just posted that today. Um, it's online, it's virtual, no cost. And But we're gearing up for um, 2022. Um, all, everything is in place, just as it was for 2020 for the, um, Minnesota, and we're going to roll with it. Um, we just pray that um, COVID will just continue to retreat, reverse, go away, and leave us alone so that we can proceed because everyone is geared, excited, and ready. I don't know if you saw the video I posted yesterday. It was uh, um, people arriving at um, here in Boston. I did. I did. You saw yes. It was beautiful. I did. <laughs> I you know what I commented on that great memories it was that was such yes. a good time I cried uh, you know the, you know just to think that we can't get together I, I just bawled because it's such a good time it's and it's as Derek said it it's overwhelming to, to many it's scary to many but at the same time it's a family reunion like no other yes am I right yes. Yes, definitely. And you make those connections with people, and and they and they remain, and that is just so that is just so precious. Yes, because you build a family. I mean, family. You, we're all not always up in each other's faces. We, we you know, time span um, a year or two may pass, but when you get together, oh my goodness, it's amazing to rekindle, to hug, to. Just see each other, and that's what happens um, from the time we initiated this in 2016. It's really been booming. It's been blossoming, and we have hundreds of people asking us when, where, what, what's going on, <laughs> you know. So all eyes are on Houston, uh, Minnesota. We're ready and for 2022. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. Well, let's take a break. If you don't have any questions for me, let's take a break. I'll get some water, I'll make some announcements, and I'll I'll get right back to you. How's that? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So hello again out there in the world. This is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of It Friends with the LIGO Support Community. We are a national organization uh, with 12 groups under our belt, and we are supporting, encouraging, 
peer-to-peer, one-on-one. We're doing all of it. We're not counselors. We're not psychiatrists, psychologists, any of that. But I tell you, we have an 800 number that we try to support people who are calling us, whether they're crying or whether they're just seeking, what can I do? You know, we try our best to do all we can. Let's tell you about the next uh, podcast that's coming up. And even before I do that, be reminded that BitFriends, we're offering classes to help to fill the need for some fun and laughter in this pandemic in our community. And so what's been successful right now is our art class um, called Express Creative Expression is the title of the class. And we sketched two weeks ago, and we painted our our, um, butterflies. Um, Let me just call him Professor Mark Braxton is doing a terrific job. And so that uh, third class is this Saturday. And so we are um, still continuing our painting, and they will be posted once we're done. Uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to even meet new people uh, on these classes. So don't forget, bitfriends.org. Um, you'll find the information on page two of our website. The next upcoming blogs are May 16th, Kimberly, Kimberly Dell of Detroit. May 20th, Sharon Jones of Texas. I call her my daughter. Uh, May 21st is a dance party if you'd like to get a little exercise in 30 minutes a little dance in for 30 minutes call it what you may but shell rock of north carolina is the dj and i heard that he's known throughout north carolina and this will be hosted again by mark braxton a podcast host and um that's the 21st um eight to nine eight to ten uh, all on the website. I just posted it again today on our Vit Friends Facebook page. And to end the month, uh, we have May 30th, Sharon King of Boston. Uh, she leads a group called Little LIGO, and so you'll hear from her. Um, I don't know if you've, you've seen this, but let me post, put this out um, briefly. Uh, I, we don't think there is a documentary recorded anywhere, a film, or anything about in depth about Vitiligo. And so we are honored to have been asked uh, to work with Hall Bay Productions to um, put together a documentary about Vitiligo. The trailer is on our website. The trailer, as you open our website homepage, there it is. As you jump on Facebook, there it is. It is getting rave reviews, and this is just the trailer. The numbers um, that of people that are watching the trailer, we are just so excited uh, to tell our journey, uh, our story with Vitiligo, how even this organization came to be, and so we're excited. Um, and, again, um, keep watching for things that are coming up. Um, the registration for the virtual has been posted online today um, by our marketing director, Alicia Roofs of Minnesota. So get a look at that, we'll see what's happening. Several changes will be happening within our organization. Um, 
We want to expand on our podcast. We want to add to leadership. So keep on the edge to the ground. And finally, all of our groups um, will be have applied, I should say, for their proclamation to declare and pronounce that June is Vitiligo Month in their given state. And so you'll be seeing that posted on our Facebook page. Um, as of today, we uh, congratulate Wisconsin and Renisha and our teen leader, Jahira. They have just received their state proclamation for the month of June. Congratulations to Wisconsin. Well, again, today, I am happy to be out <laughs> by technology out in Chicago with my dear friend Lavise and her son, uh, Derek. And so let me jump back into our conversation um, with them. Hello, guys. Are you there? Yes, yes. we are. Awesome. Well, let me let me jump into um, back a little with um, Derek. Now, we know that you're out to college. How was your freshman year? How is it adjusting? And again, vitiligo, your signature, your staple, your uniqueness has is out there at this new place. Tell us about that. Um, it was it was new mainly because I don't think I recalled seeing anyone my entire college year having vitiligo. Even when we went to like Milwaukee, like Matt, I don't remember seeing anyone vitiligo. So. I was the only one, of course, on campus with Vitiligo, and there were more people that did, would ask questions. Um, you know, like, they asked one time, I think my class asked, they asked, um, Derek, you also have, like, spots on you. Like, what is that? And I told them, like, it's Vitiligo. It affects one percent of the country, um, of the population, and as as right now, there's no cure for it, but, like, it doesn't hurt. So, basically, mm-hmm. like, the basic information on what vitiligo is. And, you know, they were like, that's so cool. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Wow. So, and there, I don't know, I can't remember my, where my teachers used me as an example of my vitiligo. Uh-huh. I think he used it as almost like, um, what what is it? Um, I can't think of the the term. It's like man versus man or whatnot. Oh, it's survival of the fittest. He was like Derek over here has vitiligo and like a survival of the fittest. They probably would target him because yeah. like to them he's not considered. He wouldn't be pictured as like the perfect you know human being or whatnot. And I was like, wow, thank you, Doctor Day. Wow. So. But like people like treated me nicely. No one, no one, um, really ever like you know bullied me. There were some guys in my dorm though, and they told me we have a nickname for you. And I was like, oh please don't tell me it's like related to my vitiligo. But they call me Pringle <laughs> because Pringle. Me, the first because I told because my dorm went around and they the one of the questions was do you have like a girlfriend or whatnot? And I told them no, I'm single as a Pringle. And so they oh, call me Pringle. I was like, oh, Pringle. We'll call it chip. That's okay. <laughs> so that, no, college with Little Ico was okay. 
Well, I love the fact that you're using it as a your your a teaching moment came to mind, and so mm-hmm. you know here's your opportunity to use every opportunity to educate because that's one of the things that we're fighting for here at Bit Friends is to one day see curriculum in America include in 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 their material what vitiligo is. You know, you you see books in in elementary. You know, um, crippled kids in a wheelchair or what have you. Show some vitiligo people and tell our story. Tell what it is. So we trust that people like you, Derek, will will really mm-hmm. step up and hopefully make changes in this area because you use every opportunity as a teaching moment and as you um, go on out into life, take this up as a, as a challenge to educate, educate, educate. Kudos to Dr. whatever you said his name was. That was a good moment. That was a very good moment. To mom, as a mother with a child with vitiligo, you have your own life, you have your work, and then I heard on top of that, you were crowned Miss USA Elegance. Tell us a little about all of these hats that you're wearing, and on top of that, you wear a crown. I wear a crown, yes. So I first started my pageant journey back in 2016, I would say. My sister told me that she was going to be a, a pageant queen. My sister Sonia, I'm like, no, you're not. There's no thing such as people with equity having a crown. And so she's like, yes, I am. And I actually, I was told her not to do it because I just had never heard of it. Our mother wound up dying that um, that that winner told her she didn't have time. Our directors during that time would not let her quit, and she went on to win the the state title. And then the next, wow. and then I went and saw these these beautiful women who looked like me plus size on the stage. And so the next year I competed. And it's so interesting that you mentioned Renisha. So for for. For pageantry, one of the things that we have is what we call our platform, and it's what we're passionate about, what we want to bring that recognition to. My platform has been and has always been um, vitiligo. And so when one of my sister queens found out that that was my platform, Jahira wanted to come to support me. So that's how I met Renisha and Jahira for the first time. They came all the way from Green Bay Mm. To my pageant in Chicago, just because my my platform was vitiligo, and so through that platform, that was Miss Plus America, and then I went on to um, um, American Elegance. Again, continued to be my platform, and then I had my Andre and my Kim support me. I won um, because of that personal expression. They came and supported me, and was a part of that where people actually saw not just my son but adults with vitiligo, and they they held my blanket. And because of that, um, I won my personal expression, and I was um, American Elegance Sophisticate 2000. 2018-2019, and now mm. I am now currently the reigning Mrs. Illinois Plus Royalty International. I will be um, competing in July 29th in Chicago for that national title. So I told wow. myself I was not I was not going to compete again. I promised my husband three years, and I'm done. I got my national title, and then I kept getting calls from my sister queen Catherine, and then from Nayeli, and then from Sherry, and I was like, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. And so um, it's just amazing how 
that being my platform, people mm-hmm. have come up to me and said, I, I I had a family member with that. We never knew what it was. And that, wow. that would amaze me that people would come up to me and say, doctors did not know wow. what their, their family member had. And through hmm. me being in pageantry and bringing about awareness, people were able to say, that's what my, my, my family member had. Beautiful. People who... I work with children from zero to three early intervention, and I've had parents who said, you know what, I have that, or a child of mine had that, and, you know, my sister-in-law, her aunt had that. So um, it's just amazing when you start talking about it. First of all, you find out that more people have it than you thought. Yes. And then just to bring about that awareness, and to be honest, it's really sad that a lot of people do not know what it is. And so that's why it's so important for organizations like Bit Friends and, you know, even through pageantry as your platform and AVRF to bring that awareness around so that when people see our children and our adults with vitiligo, um, it, it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's the skin that God gave you. Absolutely. Well, on behalf of the entire, the national, I'm speaking for the national vitiligo community, uh, we thank you for um, choosing with friends, I'm sorry, Vitiligo as your platform. And I don't know what, which year, what year it was that I saw um, some of our folks down with you and holding like a cape with Vitiligo on it. What year was that? That was in 2018, and that was Andre, and that was my sister Kim. And yes. they came and supported me during my pageant. Um, and there was an area of competition that's called personal expression. And mm-hmm. I, I, I sent it out there, and I was like, hey, can you guys, can you help me? And they said, we'll come. And so they came all the way to Itasca, and they joined me and stayed the whole day. I had a great time. I mean, I it was just, you know, and that is that is just that is just so special when you have people who Family. come beside you and support you. And, you Family. know, that in itself brought more recognition about vitiligo because they actually saw other oh. people with it. It's, yeah. it's just amazing. And they, Andre actually competed in a competition and got first. <laughs> Really? He, got so it was just, he wow. had such a good time. They stayed with me the whole day. My personal yes. expression, I think, was at, at 2 or 3 o'clock, and they stayed with me until like 10 or 11. We had wow. such a good time. So it was like wow. bringing both my passions together. My 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 passion with pageantry, my passion with little like, it was like having your, 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 your husband's side of the family and your, your family, one big family reunion. So it was just really great to have both my passions awesome. together. Well, congratulations on um, the upcoming um, pageantry, whatever. What date did you say that was? It's going to be July 29th through August the 1st, and it's going to be in Chicago, and it's going to be at the Hump Palmer House. And so please come out and support us. We appreciate it. Make sure to post about it so we can, um, you know, see it. Um, But again, thank you for all you do. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Derek, what is it like having a mom that's out there with your cause? She's championing, she's championing your cause. How, how does it feel, your beautiful mom being crowned, but her platform is having to do with you? Amazing. It feels, it feels um, amazing. Um, people... People um, 
especially like around my my high school, will mm-hmm. like will, they tell people they're like, oh, see Derek, his mom's a pageant queen, <laughs> and then like, um, they they would call me in my high school. One of my nicknames was the Prince, was Prince Derek. My mom was the queen, and also brought a lot more recognition, I think, to like at least my high school because. People knew who she was. Everyone knew who I was. Yeah. Everyone knows my mom is. People always like, get, you, gotta, you gotta meet Lavise. You gotta know who Lavise is. Actually, if not, she's gonna find you and tell you who she is. And then sometimes she would come to events and she would like be her, her you know, crown sash. And people would come yeah. and ask her, like, oh my God, you a pageant queen? And she'd be like, yes. And then she's like, in my platform, we all have platforms. My platform is Little Ligo because my son Derek. You see him over there across the gym. That he has a little Lego, and to bring awareness to, of course, my entire high school. Then, of course, knew what it was. Um, even like I think like, I don't know if, like I'm like like teens are visiting Grace Wood. I don't any of the parents have ever asked you about your pageant, but I think some yeah. I think some parents from like visiting teens would. Asked my mom, like, are you a pageant queen? To say yes, and she explained what yeah. her platform was. So. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Let me just do this to um, anyone out there that's listening. We're going to open the lines for 10 minutes for the first two or three people that can call in and uh, give encouraging words to Derek. Say something to Lavise. Um, at um, my number here in the studio, 516. 516- Six 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 nine nine seven three. The first two or three people, you have uh, we have ten minutes opening the line to call in and greet them, congratulate Lavise on what she's doing, and Vitiligo is her platform. Five one six 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 nine nine seven three. So Derek. As you continue, um, freshman year is done, and as you continue, where do you see your future? What, what, what do you? What's the hopes and dreams for for, for Derek at this point? My passion is always has been railroading, <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm going to go into camp. I'm leave I leave March 23rd. I'm working as a cook through August 7th. And then um, I'm taking a semester off and going back to Maranatha in the spring. And then after that, going to Kansas City, or at least be um, doing railroad school in Kansas mm-hmm. City for two years. Hopefully getting a job on the railroad, my dream has always been. Um, hopefully getting getting a family. Um, Derek, eventually moving out. Can you hang tight? I want to hear the rest of it. But we have a caller. Hold on, please. Hello and welcome. Please state your name and where you're calling from, please. Tell us who you are. Hi. I'm Michelle, and I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Hi, Michelle. Welcome. How do you know Derek Owens' mom? Lavise is my best friend. She's been my best friend, I'm getting ready to tell your age, for over 35 years. Uh, and I wanted to call in. I wanted to call in um, first, and of course, say you know um, to you, thank you so much for having a platform like this. I think it's very important. And I also wanted to let everyone know how fantastic Lavise is. And I think it kind of gets overlooked when you have a child who is special, 
Uh, mm. People sometimes want to think that there's something, you know, that you did something wrong or you, you mm. did something or you did something. And um, she's just an amazing person, and I would say that just listening to it if I didn't know her, but because I know her. I had to take time out of my job. I hope my boss isn't listening to uh, just tell her how great she is. And um, I did have a question. Derek, yeah. um, I'm, also Derek is amazing. That's my Sarasota nephew. He's uh, awesome. But I wanted to Thank ask you. you a question. Um, what, have, what have you, what's the craziest thing that has happened to you with having that condition? I've seen it. You know, and we first heard about it with Michael Jackson, and we see it with Winnie Harlow now and everything. But what has been the craziest thing that has happened to you? Um, the most craziest thing, I don't, I don't. The guy at Jewel. The, the guy at Jewel. Oh, there, oh, <laughs> there was, I, so I think of bike riding a lot. And I was bike riding in town, and there was this, this guy, I don't know if he was homeless or not, he was at the bus stop. And I'm on my bike, and he's like, hey, you, come over here. And I'm like, sorry, sir, I can't. I'm trying to, you know, catch a train. And he's like, no, come over here. I'm like, he's like, what's on your skin? I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, I can't talk to you. Because <laughs> he came out of nowhere, and then he started, like, I don't know if he started following me. Because he started, like, almost, like, trying to get me to come over here. And I'm like, I'm trying to steal my bike. <laughs> and I'm like, no. He's like, come here. And he started yelling at me. I don't know what's on your skin. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know who you are. Let me go. He thought he was gonna be asked for money, and this guy is like, what's on your skin? I thought that was so hilarious. I'm like, Derek should have used that as another teaching moment. <laughs> I could have, or if it got robbed. Michelle, thank you for calling in. And so, oh, um, yeah. I love you, Michelle. Love you, Auntie Rose. God bless you. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. So we have another caller. Let's see who's this. Hello, and welcome to our conversation. Who's calling, please, and where are you calling from? I am Sonia Petty, and I am LaVisa's oh, sister. <laughs> and I'm actually calling from Durham, North Carolina. Welcome. What's your question? Well, I'm I'm listening, and I'm just saying that I tell Louise and Derek that I'm enjoying the conversation. Uh, I remember when my nephew first had um, was diagnosed with vitiligo as well, and I think he's done very well with it. Uh, People can stare at you and make you feel uncomfortable, but I think Mm -hmm. that when you're comfortable within your own skin, that uh, people will uh, less reflect on what's you know, what's your issue, whether it's a skin issue or, you know, whatever. So continue to do well, nephew. Thank you. Love you, auntie. Love Love you, auntie. God bless you. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. I know. So there you have it. Um, Folks are listening, and we're so appreciative. Uh, The next two, feel free to call us. Derek. I love what you said before. So if there was someone out there that's newly diagnosed, what would you tell Mm -hmm. them? Um, I'll tell them it's going to be okay. You have tons and tons and tons of people all over the, all over the nation as well as the world that are going to support you. They're going to have your back no matter what. Um, Even, even like if you have family that's supporting you, friends. Like, I I had my best friends in college um, 
Bryce, Megan, Angel, they told me that if anyone ever comes at me, my mother like, they're like, we're going to beat them up. We're going right. to get them. <laughs> and, like, you have tons of people that are going to support you no matter what. So just remember that even in, like, I guess the darkest hour, if you're being bullied or whatnot, just mm. know that there are people out there that love you, that are holding the, for the best of you, that are going to support you through and through to the end. Awesome. Awesome. Again, if you're out there, we're opening the line. You have another five minutes. If you'd like to jump in and greet our special guest here from Chicago, we're at 516-666-9973. Lavise, and basically the same question. What if there's a mother out there today struggling because you get this diagnosis, and especially when they attach to that diagnosis these dreadful words, there is no cure. And their heart yeah. drops, and they have this precious son or daughter. What can you encourage them with right now? I would encourage them to just get out there and get hooked up with this your support system, your groups, you know, yeah. Bit Friends, ABRF, that even the teens. Um, you also have the the, the the patch for the little kids. That yeah. right there is the most important thing that you can do for your child. I really do feel that Derek did so well with his vitiligo. You know, I, I was on the podcast when we did this um with the um the FDA. And to hear the struggles that adults in their 60s and 70s was still yeah. struggling with vitiligo and not wanting to put on, come outside without being fully made up. It had me in tears. I, I actually called Derek at school, and I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure you're not depressed? Are you sure, Derek? Are you sure you're okay? I, mm. I had to call him after that. And he yeah. was like, Mom, I'm fine. I'm like, what okay. Yeah, he's like, what are you talking about, Mom? Because I just, I, it just it broke my heart. And I think yeah. as a 12-year-old being diagnosed with that, the best thing that I did was get him hooked up with ABRF, to get him hooked up with friends, to get mm-hmm. those supports. They'll know that they are not alone. That was that is that is key because that's where the depression and the isolation come in when you think that you're all alone and that you're the only one that's going through it and you are not. And so to get those supports, I think you even have a one eight hundred number. Just yes. get out there and, and and just know that it is going to be okay. And the the, the bottom line is is that, you know, vitiligo can come out at anybody at any time. I know seven year old who has had it come out. Yeah. I, I yeah. A three-year-old, it, it could be in you. It's an autoimmune disease. It can come out at anybody right. at any time. Just to let That's people right. know that, you know, the the, the, the purpose that you're teasing, it might come back on you because that's you right. can have it as well. So, you know, that's, I think that that's the key, though, is just getting out there, networking with those families, other friends. And one of the things, too, that I love is the, the talking to the parents. Yeah. Um so it's 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 hard when you see your child going through this, and there's really nothing you can do, but you can pray. That's yeah. that's the best key as a Christian. Just pray and 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 let God work in in your life. And you know, I I honestly believe having those those networks and this just praying over my son. Yes. 
yeah. over him. And like Jesus, I, even with him going, and, and that's the new the thing too, you know, going to this new school and then going off to college He's in Wisconsin. He's three hours away from, from me. I, he doesn't have that protective shield. It was very scary for me. I mean, he doesn't know about it, but I, I was very anxious for a, a bit um, yeah. seeing him go off college because I'm not there to protect him. Is he going to be okay? Are they going to tease him? Is he going to get bullied now? You know, all of those questions went into my head. And yeah. it was it was God that just, like, you know, Amen. if you're in the center of God and you're praying, you know, I just, I really do think that God just gave me a peace that surpassed all understanding. And so I just yeah. think that, you know, getting those networking out there and meeting with other families, that's key. So what I'm hearing you say, if somebody's out there diagnosed, I'm hearing it from both of you, connect yourself with yes. others. Find a support yes. group. And thank you for mentioning our 800 number, 844-374-3639. And we will try to set you up, uh, give you information for a support group in whatever area you are in the country. And that's the benefit yeah. of us paying for this line to do that. Listen, I am so appreciative of both of you taking time out of your busy day, smack dab in the middle of the day, to have this conversation with me. Any last words before you go, Derek? Um, let me try to think. Um, basically, same thing. Um, anyone with the LIGO, we love you. Yeah. We're always going to love you. Um, and that you can basically don't don't see yourself as like different. That's my mm. thing. It's like people some people even told me would tell me like we like how you have this struggle and how um you don't let it like affect you. Like like yeah. you don't act different, like I'm like I'm different, not like you, you, you still act, you're still a human, He's you're still, still, a, there. You're still yes. a human being, you're still you, even though you yes. have this condition, you're still you, don't, don't let it change you, that's, yes. that's what I'm trying to say. And I think what I, I hear you say, and I'll, I'll end with this, is in the midst of this diagnosis, in the midst of living with this condition, A, hold your head up high. Amen. You have people that will support you. Prayer is, a, is, is, prayer is our communication mechanism to God. Try prayer. And last but not least, I think it's Oprah Winfrey that says it. Live your best life now, right now, while you are yes. alive. Live it and live it to the fullest. Lavie, exactly. Thank you. Derek, I thank you. We have to do this again. Probably when you graduate from college. Thank How's you. that? Thank you yeah. both. Thank you for giving me time. I love you guys. Enjoy we love you too. too. God bless you. Bye bye. Stay well. <laughs> God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. I know. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A beautiful, beautiful conversation with mom and son. Uh Derek it, Freshman just completed college and um, uh, living his life with Villarico and living his best life. We thank those of you who were able to call in. 
We love you. Please continue to follow um, us. This show can be heard um, by simply clicking on Facebook onto the Blog Talk link, or you can find us by simply typing Spotify.com backslash with friends. The same for iHeartRadio and Apple and all the other platforms that we're on. We bless you. We thank you. Go out and have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <coughs> <coughs>